Welcome back to Behind the Why. And today's show is a very special show because why? One zero zero. It's our hundredth episode, and Woo-hoo. man, praise the Lord that we've gotten this far. We're still kicking it. You know, I thank God for all the people <laughs> who joined us in this journey, and mm-hmm. I think about our Patreon supporters uh, who came along with us throughout throughout this time. I know we right. gained some, we lost some, but I want to say thank you to every one of you who mm-hmm. decided to support us through Patreon. It allowed us to get the equipment we have that we're using now to continue this this uh, this journey, this message out. And I hope today's message will be something that will be significant to you, that'll help you get from point A to point B in your life. Mm-hmm. Always moving forward, striving to be pleasing to the Lord our God. Amen. 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 So 100th show. Again, before we get started, let me just say this. Thank you again for riding with us, for being our support. And... If you haven't done it already, go ahead and like and subscribe to the channel. Hit that bell. Get a little ring-a-ding-a-ding so that you'll be notified whenever we drop a new show. And share it. Share this conversation with as many people as you can because I think it's vital to the spiritual health of, Mm -hmm. of, of God's people. So let's get into this. One more time, Behind the Why. Let's do it. Boom. Here we go. Well, praise the Lord. So as we begin to think about this 100th show, I was thinking about all the topics we've talked about. Mm -hmm. And... I don't want to do a review of those topics because I've seen so many programs do that. And it always felt like, oh, you just didn't feel like doing anything new. Right. But what I do want to talk about are some of the things I thought was the most poignant points in going through this. Some of the things that go back to the walk through the word portion of this program, that mm-hmm. those same biblical truths I want to bring forward now. So let's talk about that. Well, first, I think we need to, we need to get this set up a minute. Go ahead. Because it's not just reviewing things that we've talked about. No, no. So the title of this episode, and er, like earlier in the week I posted, I said, look out for our episode coming. <laughs> Here's what happened. Let's just be transparent. We recorded an episode. Uh, yes, yes. And it didn't work. It's before the new mic guy. Oh my gosh! Mic, no, it was sound, so frustrating. Video, we was it bad. was it was great too. We had a great conversation. Totally, like, it was popping. And afterwards, I was sitting there looking at it, and I'm like, "There's no sound," or the sound was like it was not working. The video like, was pretty though. It was stupid. The video was good. Anyways, just so that happened. Horrible. But I posted about this earlier this week. All right. And we had titled it "Bread and Circuses," or Anna, in and. Panem et circenses. Good job. Yes, that's in, it's in Latin for those who speak Panem Latin. et circenses. Which already is intriguing. Yes. I remember when I was in high school, we did the play Sound of Music, and I played the part of Doc, and I had to read these lines in Latin. Mm-hmm. So I had my English teacher give me the words in Latin, and she looked at me, and she goes, just make up funny noises. <laughs> She's like, stop trying. She's just stop. Just stop. Give it She's up. Just give it up. up. Give it up. <laughs> but bread and circuses. Yeah. I thought that so captured the spirit of the world that we're in today. Mm-hmm. Especially as it reflects the Western world. Mm-hmm. And I got a couple of scriptures I want to share as we get started. So if you have your scripture, look at this with me. Second Timothy chapter 4, verses 2 through 5. It reads, Proclaim the word. Be urgent in season and out of season. Convict, rebuke, encourage with all longsuffering and doctrine. For the time shall be when they will not bear sound teaching, but according to their own lust will hate up themselves teachers having an itchy ear. Mm-hmm. And they will turn away their ear from the truth and will have turned aside to fables, but you, be sober in all things, bear evils, do the work of an evangelist, do all the duties of a servant of God. Mm. And that's how I see us today and what we're trying to do here is we try to be be sober. Mm-hmm. Understand that the evil is in the world. And it's it's real. <laughs> and uh, it goes on to talk about that, you know, this evil is encroaching 
And the people who are involved in the evil goes back to what Jesus said mm-hmm. in, in the Gospel of John. They love darkness because their deeds are evil. One of the things we have to overcome in our way of thinking about the world and about how we're supposed to react is understand that people are not ignorant of right. evil. Mm-hmm. They like it. Yeah. You know, we want to say, well, if they just knew how bad this was going to be for them, they wouldn't do it. That's just not true. I mean, I don't know how many times I've talked to young kids about drug abuse. Mm-hmm. And I've talked to them about getting involved in drugs, and we talk about how evil it is, and they've seen it in their brother and sister. They know that is bad. Mm-hmm. But because there's something in that lifestyle that they value, whether it's to having friends, there, or there's it's something partying, that they want yeah, in there. Sex, and it is, it's whatever just kind it is, of itching of the ear. It, it, it you know, becomes turning, worth it to yeah. them. Yeah. And so, turning to something that you know is false mm-hmm. because it feels good or something that you Because it satisfies desire. their desire in you at that right. time. You know, I've talked to thousands of alcoholics who told me, I know this alcohol is going to kill me, mm-hmm. but they still drink it. And so this is with the, the attitude that we have to approach this thing and this as ministering, uh, encroaching into this world of darkness is that, you know, we have to push into it. Right. We have to push it because why? Because there's souls. That well, it, it's interesting. So the, the Latin that you said was uh, panem et circenses or something, bread and circuses. Mm-hmm. And it was just funny because recently we'd watched the Hunger Games again. And I just now got, right right before we sat down, I was like, oh, Pan Am. Oh, my gosh. In the Hunger Games, <laughs> yeah. it's called Pan Am. But I was like, ah, that makes sense. What a great you illustration. Know? What a great illustration. Circuses, right? And I had I had just watched, so the other night, Tucker Carlson had Kanye West on his show. Right. And he was interviewing him. And it was, still got to watch it was, that. It was really good. But he was, uh, just some of the things that Kanye said, I was like, wow, this made me think, we're really living in those times that mm-hmm. the Bible said would happen right and that we've talked about that every dystopian novel talks about just like the hunger games where you have this political celebrity elite Mm -hmm. that is trying to really just create this narrative and it seems like everything's good we have what we need and it's fun and it's entertainment and all these things but if you get off that narrative you know it can lead to just destruction and it was so interesting because in the interview, I really felt for Kanye. I'm like, man, this poor guy. Because, you know, he, he claims to be a Christian. And I think by looking at his life, I'd say it looks like he has had mm-hmm. an encounter with the Lord. Right. But he is grappling or, or in that battle of that that celebrity world. and But no, he knows that leads to death. Mm-hmm. And in the process of him standing for truth in different things, whether it's his pro-life stance or saying, you know, I want to live for God, he's lost everything. And you know, he's, he's lost his family. Think about it. And... I'm like, shoot. And the Bible so, tells you that so in John hard. 15, that God takes a branch that he cares, that he sees as producing right. fruit. And what does he do? He prunes it. Right. So when God cuts these things back in Kanye's life and in your life and my life, he's not doing it to destroy Kanye. He's doing it to just make sure that Kanye survives. Mm-hmm. He's doing it to make sure that Kanye is strong. Because if Kanye, and this goes for all of us, if Kanye survives, then he's in a position to save his children. Right. And even his ex-wife to bring her and those in his circle. But you if know. he collapses and falls and goes back to that lifestyle, they're all lost. And, and what's so answer. interesting is, though, because just looking at him mm-hmm. as an example, I was like, you can see that there is a battle taking place. And there's this battle of wanting to completely get rid of that Juda- Judeo-Christian ideal mm-hmm. to get people just kind of numb to the evil that we live in and to accept it and eat your bread and be entertained. Be entertained. You know? And that's what we see now. And that, that brings us back to thinking of Hunger Games, mm-hmm. thinking about the original gladiatorial sport and the right. environment in which they lived. Mm-hmm. 
Which brings me back to how you say, how you say, we're going to circle back to that. Homage <laughs> <laughs> to, uh, what's her name? I don't remember, Jen, oh. Jen Saki, was it? Saki, yeah, it's a Jen Saki. But um, it comes back, back to back the to idea that. of where we are today and what we have now is we have a government tell us to sit down, shut up, be satisfied, eat your bread, eat and your be bread. entertained. Seriously. And little by little, I see society eating the bread. Mm-hmm. Little by little, I see society being entertained mm-hmm. and Looking at the evil that's going on, just like the people in the Capitol. I mean, they knew that killing kids were wrong. Mm-hmm. But we look at it and we go, oh, it must be okay because the headship says it's all right. In this case, President Snow. But in the sense of the real world, we see our government leaders pushing in a certain direction. Mm-hmm. Right now, we had our, our Roe v. Wade turned by the Supreme Court. And since that time, our sitting president has been striving. He just signed an executive order trying to get abortion legalized in all the states can mm-hmm. take it away from the people why because there's evil in the land and something that jesus said is that they are of their father the devil mm-hmm. and they'll do the deeds of their father and that's the problem so when we look at people's hearts we need to start thinking about okay what's going on here why why are things happening why are they going back to behind the why why are they saying to me the things that they are saying mm-hmm. why are they doing the things that they are doing and the reason is because their deeds are evil, because they observe the fa- their father, the devil, right. and they're going to do his deeds. So we're going to talk about bread and circuses, life in the arena. Mm-hmm. Here we go. Yeah, looking at examples of, just like you say here, the Greco-Roman world. I think it's such a a great thing to look at and study. It's historical. It happened. Mm-hmm. And here we are in the West, and we're just kind of following the the... The roach of history, you know. And one of the going things they do today way. is they try to they try to erase or make us ignorant or blind to history. Right. And what we have to understand is that history happened, and there's an old saying that those who uh, fail to learn from history are doomed to. And we're repeating it. Repeat it. And here we are again. <laughs> we just repeated it in the 21st century. Right. So our technology is better. It's more advanced. Uh, we have color TVs and screens everywhere, and we have rapid transportation, but. In a lot of ways, we are just repeating the mistakes and errors of the Greco-Roman world. Mm-hmm. And so let's look at this. Let's look at this. There were certain things. I wrote this as a note to remind us. So let's read this, and I'm going to give you a quote from C.S. Lewis. I want mm-hmm. you to, to chew on that for a minute. This is what I wrote earlier. As the Greco-Roman world served as a foundation for all Western society, its devolution into dishonor and degradation also serves as a warning to the ills that stand to destroy the West today. Mm-hmm. There were several interwoven reasons that led to the fall of the Roman Empire. And we're going to discuss those reasons here in a minute. Mm -hmm. And so now, with that thought in mind, that we are built on the foundation of the Greco-Roman world. We are the West. And we began to experience some of those same ills. Here's a quote by C.S. Lewis. I want you to chew on this for a minute. This is from C.S. Lewis, the book, The Abolition of Man, uh, The Destruction of Man. We make men without chest and expect from them virtue and enterprise. Mm -hmm. We laugh at honor and are shocked to find traitors in our midst. (laughs) Speak to that. Uh, I think it's it's one of those, like... I mean, what it makes me think of, and I I think previously we were talking about this, and what came to my mind immediately is the situation in our world today with men in America Mm -hmm. and how there is just this emasculating of men taking place. Mm -hmm. And I just saw a stat the other day that assaults against women are like on the rise right and it's like yes because we have no men mm-hmm. and and even you you've told me before you know when a young man has nothing to do no purpose no no drive mm-hmm. he resorts to his like base 
tendencies, you know, and it's aggression and it's trying to find purpose and it, and it, leads, and it leads to so much destruction. And so right now, you know, even with the transgender movement, we'll say, you don't see a lot of trans men, meaning women who think they're men, trying to enter into male sports no. because they know they'd be decimated, yeah. okay? But what we see is trans women... And they, you know, coming into female sports and trying to change that. But so it's just this emasculating of men. Mm-hmm. And we wonder why we have moral decline. We wonder why we have cities falling apart or mm-hmm. why we have women who are afraid of being raped. Well, mm-hmm. because we've created the problems. Right. It's like, and so this is one of those things you kind of scratch your head. It's like, okay, yeah, you wonder what the problem is. Look in the mirror. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's that kind of thing. It really does. It goes down. It's, it's you know? just crazy. Yeah. And... And we have to go back to this point that we said before, that the leaders who are doing this, they're not necessarily ignorant of what they're doing. Right. Here's another passage of scripture. This is in 2 Timothy as well, verses 3.13. Then we're going to get on these points that we saw um, that were mm-hmm. um, part of the, the devolution of the of Roman Empire. But let's look at this in light of, of our leaders now. In 2 Timothy chapter 3, verse 13, it says this, But evil men and seducers shall wax worse and worse deceiving and being deceived. Hmm. So evil men and seducers, they're here and they're not satisfied with just their own little circle, mm-hmm. but they want to seduce and they want to deceive you. That's why you look at this whole thing. And it's so easy to pick on this, but let's go with it anyway. We talk about the pro-life movement or the, uh, the abortion movement might be a better way of saying it. Even the abortionists don't call it a, a killing babies. Mm-hmm. They talking about health choice, uh, women's health. They're deceiving, or they say the right to privacy. Yeah, and it's like okay, it's you're just all these trying things. to. They just don't. They don't speak truth. They right. don't speak truth, and so they're not only do they are they seducing, trying to make you feel like oh, if you go along with this, it's going to be better for you. They're trying to seduce you into their lifestyle because why? It brings money to them. Mm-hmm. We talked about this before. All this talk that the women, uh, that Planned Parenthood did about we're here for women's health. The minute Roe v. Wade turned and they stopped that federal funding, what happened? Clinic starts shutting right. down. Why? Because like, it was all about yeah, abortion. Yeah, it's all about abortion. It was all about, so they're you know, deceiving I think that, and being deceived. That book and movie, um, Unplanned, that uh, I forget her name all of a sudden. Abby, Abby, Johnson, Abby Johnson. Abby Johnson. And she talks about that too. Mm-hmm. That when she started kind of really, really getting awakened to the fact that, oh my gosh, abortion's wrong. And she didn't want there to be so many abortions. But then the Planned Parent she was working for was like, no, that's what we do. Yeah. That's how we make money. And she realized, like, oh my gosh, because she bought into the lie mm-hmm. that no, we're here to help women, Deceivers, women's health. Deceive yeah. and being deceived, right. and they're gonna get worse. And that's why you can look at TV today, and TV today is so much more wretched than it was when I was a child. Mm-hmm. We talk about this all the time. Remember, we used the example of the eighteen-hour uh, cross your heart bra, and the girl couldn't even come out on stage with a bra; she had a right. pearl on, <laughs> and came out with this plastic mannequin. And now it's nothing to see a naked. No, body now they're just all naked. It's nothing like, to see a naked yeah. body on TV, and we, and we promote mm-hmm. it as if it's mm-hmm. such a good thing, you know. And you know this new thing with Disney, with the uh, yeah, little the demon, 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 and demon. all that process going on. And you ask yourself, what in the heck? Why are we so susceptible to this? It's because we got itchy ears. Mm-hmm. We want to do our own evil, right. and we want people to tell us. Let's look at this first point. Let's get into this. Okay. Okay. The first thing that was marked as the beginning point of Rome's fall was a decline in moral values. Now, I think that. about the city yep. of Rome. <laughs> At the time of the study, an estimated 32,000 prostitutes lived and worked in classic Rome. 
The emperors were infamous for wasting, infamous for wasting, and most popular amusement in those days was the gladiatorial sport. Mm-hmm. So sex and games and political corruption. And total destruction. Yeah, and, and you think about that. Now, here in America today, these are, these are the current, mm-hmm. the National Task on, Pro- on Prostitution said that in the U.S. alone, that was over, uh, what was it, uh, one million registered or known prostitutes working in this country right now. One million prostitutes. That's the ones we know. Mm-hmm. That's the ones that they have some contact. Now, I'm not even talking about the ones that have been sex trafficked under their table and those who are working privately out of their back door because social media makes that possible now. Right. But we're talking about those who are known, identified as working uh, sex workers. One million in this country. Mm-hmm. And we see the same deadly pollution just pumping through the veins of this country that pump through vein, uh, pump through the vein of Rome. And, and the gladiatorial sports, we, we, we like, and, and I'm a, I've been a martial artist my entire life, and I can appreciate, you know, training and, and drive, but we haven't got to a point where we're being entertained by the deaths of people yet, Mm-mm. but we do like our violent sports. Right. So we, we are moving progressively along mm-hmm. those lines. We're moving progressively along those lines. And yeah, we, but even in other ways, in more like figurative ways, we still um, do that. Oh, gosh, You know, yeah. I mean, there's a reason why. Any type of gossip story gets people's attention because it's like they're, just, they're destroying each other. Ooh, yes. you know, it's like it's the same thing. Oh, it's the same spirit of death. It's the same spirit, exactly. It's like when you drive down the freeway and somebody sees an accident. What do they do? They slow them go. Yeah, they see blood and guts. You know. And, yeah. Uh, so and it's the same thing. I think it's, it's human it's, nature. We, we watch the movies that we entertain ourselves with, and they are all about that gore and, and death. Those are the movies that mm-hmm. do really well. And so we think about that—that that we are starting that progressive line, or should I say, that digressive line. Mm-hmm. And I guess starting this is really uh, a bad, is a misnomer. No, yeah, I think it's more, it's been more like a yeah, steady like we're, we're decline. On, we're on it. We're yeah, on we're it on that fast. decline. We're on it hard and fast. So the, that brings us to the second step, which was public health, the crisis in public health. Hmm. The study said there were many public health and environmental problems, alcohol use increased, as well as adding the incompetency of the general public. Hmm. Think about that and that moral decline you were talking about, the rise in drug abuse in this country. Right, fentanyl, fentanyl, opioid crisis. And we had so many politicians pushing for the legalization of drugs, of recreational drugs. Why? You know, we know the history tells us what it what it does, mm-hmm. but you still have these people sitting there sounding very sober, giving you all the reasons why you should legalize drugs. And at the bottom of it is what the Bible says. The love of money. Right. They could care less about the population. Mm-hmm. They're just thinking about if I have this item here for sale. I can get money off that through taxes and, oh, I can generate income. And they could give a rip about the people in the fact it has. Right. And we saw the same thing happen in Rome, is that they began to push these ideas, push these different details at the expense of the people that they were supposed to be serving. So we see this same growth. Okay, real quick. Something Mm -hmm. just came to my mind in talking about these last two. Is something recently in uh, California, Governor uh, Go- Governor Gavin, Gavin Governor Newsom. Governor <laughs> Governor Newsom, uh, how he was, you know, had all these billboards about abortion, mm-hmm. and he's quoting Jesus. Oh gosh! You know, he says basically, you know, love your neighbor, right? Trying to justify ab- abortion, and I was like, this is the problem too, and it makes me think about that that verse you shared out of Timothy. You know, these people who are deceived and they're deceiving others. And they're even willing to use the words of Jesus Christ. I'm like, oh my goodness. You know, to just to justify murder and selfishness. And you know, that always follow the money trail. There's something there. Um, But I was like, that is such a moral decline. And it's Mm -hmm. this this use of language to try to change a meaning. 
to manipulate and it's because people. people don't stop and think critically about what's being said. Right. They hear that, oh, yes, love. And it's okay. But how is it love for you to kill a baby? Right. How's and, that love? And then it, it makes me think, I was talking to you the other day, and you mentioned this, how it's so interesting that a lot of, just for purposes of discussion, that us, let's let, talk about the university or something. A lot of liberal people in mm-hmm. general, mm-hmm. even on campus, like let's say professors, they they don't really curb what they say. You know, they're right. very comfortable sharing their opinions yes. when it comes to political yes. things. But you do find a lot of more conservative ideals are quieter about it because it's not it's not a welcome thing. Right. It you gets know, challenged. It gets, and you, then you feel but, threatened. You know, you feel threatened. But it makes me think it's 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 because it's this monopoly on language mm-hmm. that so many evil ideals try to take hold of. And so they come in the guise of morality. Yes. And this is what's kind. This is what's good for the people. Right. But if you listen and if you're willing to stand up and challenge it with just basic logic. Here's an example that I experienced myself. When I was still in the workforce, one day I was talking, we were talking about going to training. Mm -hmm. And a lot of law enforcement training happens in Las Vegas Mm -hmm. because... It's a site that people want to go to. Right. And so they're more likely to spend that big money to send you to training if you're coming to a place that people want to go to. You might have some fun while you're there. (laughs) And one guy said in the middle of the briefing, says, I like this one hotel we could stay in because on the sixth floor, whatever it was, one floor, it was adult only. And that the waitresses walked around, they were nude from the waist up. And he was talking about how exciting it was. And I looked at him and I said, right in front of everybody, I said, so you're supporting sex trafficking. He goes, what? I said, you're supporting sex trafficking. No, no, these these are grown women. They 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 do this for their own free choice. I said, so I said, you're married. Your wife is a mother. Could you imagine her walking around naked with guys gawking at her and making lewd comments about her all day? Oh no, because she I said, exactly. A woman who's healthy and in her right mind and right self doesn't put herself out there to be abused like that. Right. I said, they may be choosing to do it because of economic necessity. Mm-hmm. And so so you're supporting that, you're supporting sex trafficking. Oh, LSU always rain on everybody's parade. Oh, just talking about having a good time. I say, hey, I'm just sharing you the reality of your good time. Right. You know, and so even though we mm-hmm. look at that situation where it's conversation like that, the idea that what they were doing was wrong was no, you need to say, don't talk about that. Mm-hmm. We can talk yeah, about, don't talk we can talk about, about using prostitutes. Right. We can talk about, no, you can't uh, say they can't, we can't you have can't, prostitutes. You can't say it's wrong. You know, I had a similar situation. Mm-hmm. This was a few years ago, but there was this, this gal I was talking to and she was going to a different country and she said she was excited to go to the red light district. And I immediately was like, why? I said, mm-hmm. why would you go and support that? I was like, do you know a lot of people there? They don't even want to be there. They are being trafficked. They're trafficked. And she's like, well, you know, women have the right to do what they want to do. I was like, a lot of these women are in situations like that and they didn't have the right. They've been stolen. They've been stolen. And they're, you know, I was like, why would you, you know. Why would you support that? But that feminist ideal that just infiltrates so many thought processes, it's like, well, I can't tell a woman that she can't do objectify herself. It's like, Mm -hmm. yes, you can. You can tell a woman that she should not be doing that and recognize that a lot of women in those situations... They, they are slaves, mm-hmm. you know. And I, was, I, was, I was on Facebook there. I saw a picture of a young lady. And I saw her online. I'm not calling any names or anything like that. But I saw her online. And she was wearing this outfit where she had her her, her breast with about 90% exposed. Hmm. And I looked at it and I thought, do I love her? And the answer was yes. Mm-hmm. So because I love her, I sent her a message. Sweetheart, put some clothes on. Hmm. I said, I love you, and, and this is disrespectful to you. Put some clothes on. You know, just to speak into her life because it's mm-hmm. like, wow, we can't keep just going, ooh, that's bad, but not saying anything, not doing anything. we got to step into that or that moral decline mm-hmm. will continue. 
Which brings us to the next point of mm-hmm. uh, health, public health. Again, yeah, we, yeah, we so there were many people in health environment problems, alcohol use, we talked about that. But then here's a, a statistic from today. Who? You know who who is, right? Yes. Uh, they work for Fauci. World Health Organization. <laughs> well, didn't he step down already? Or uh, that's is he, what he's they going say. He's still making his money, though. So yeah. we, we'll talk about that at a different story. Says, Who states that the obesity, chronic illness, infant mortality, childhood lead poisoning, communicable diseases, HIV, monkeypox, COVID-19, TB, and poor social and emotional wellness and mental illness are the leading causes or threats to public health today? And so if you stop and you think about that, think about the Now, like I said, we talked about this last time. When it comes mm-hmm. to things like HIV and even monkeypox, that the political protection these diseases have, HIV had the same thing, the political protection it had. Mm-hmm. Why would you put protection around the disease like that? You know, when your mother and I got married, we had to have a, a blood test hmm. to prove that we were healthy and we weren't passing any diseases on. And now the blood test has been deemed unconstitutional. By who and for what reason? You know, we go again, we got all these political protections that allow these diseases to continue, allow these things to happen. Why? Mm. Because it produces more money, gets more people in the circle. We think about the problem we have with uh, immigration right now and all the diseases that are coming across the border. And we're not even talking about drug use yet. Right. We're just talking about the disease, communicable diseases, things like childhood diseases that have been eradicated in this country are making a, a rise again because of the population swelling and the government protecting instead of doing what it's supposed to do. So again, we see these same types of rises. I mean, but then other people would say that no, these childhood diseases are on the rise because you had some people who would not vaccinate their children. Oh uh, yeah, that is a minor. That right. is, because even with that, like I said, you think about the, the population swell. These guys are coming in with with these diseases where even where the diseases were present, they weren't at the numbers they. Or because I know what is happening, especially with like the southern border, you do have people coming in with diseases that, for the most part, in the United States have been eradicated. Mm-hmm. But then because they're allowing people to come in in such great numbers mm-hmm. who, I mean, we, you have different environments that you live in. Your bodies are accustomed to different things. Mm-hmm. And so that's also bringing different illnesses and things. You know, it's, it's again, nothing's new under the sun. Right. Think about when the, the Europeans came to this world and they brought diseases with them that were pretty much controlled in Europe, mm-hmm. but just decimated the, the Native American tribes. Right decimated them it's just like if you go to no a, immunity yeah it's like if you go to a, uh some countries in like the uh, in south america and if you're from the united states they say do not drink the water Don't drink the water because your body is not going to handle Montezuma's it well. <laughs> revenge is real. you know your body is not <laughs> yeah. gonna, you know um again i just like because i just watched that interview with kanye west and one thing he had said is about obesity uh-huh. he's like and you see you know uh media pushing like just these overweight models and actresses and they glorify it and you know what he said he's like it's just demonic Mm -hmm. he's like it's demonic because they know it's going to kill you yes and i was like it's true that the you know that's what you said in the beginning they're the father of the devil mm -hmm. and so anything of course that's going to lead to your destruction is because of sin yeah they glory in you and and then you die you know they glory in you they'll they'll pump you up and then you're dead and they're like oh what a great person it's like but you knew they were going to die and you you did it feeding them bread you did it anyway. And you, you know, it's you evil. Anyway. And I was like, it is demonic. It is all these things. It's, it's just demonic. It's demonic. Messed up. And then we come into the, the, the crust of what we've been kind of hitting on is mm-hmm. political corruption. That's real. So the military water and more yeah, influential, real. the practice of selling the throne <laughs> to the highest bidder. Look hmm. at what's happening in our world today. I mean, you get people here now. I, I am convinced, guys. This is just my opinion. So don't get mad at me for saying this. But I am convinced in certain districts in this country. There is no way for those people who are being elected to keep getting elected. Yeah. Because their districts are 
pit holes. I mean, I look at Nancy Pelosi's district. It was at one time rated the, the, the poop capital of America because they had so much human feces on the streets, needles everywhere. People who live there are moving out of the area because they can't afford it. Yeah, so you're there. like, how do you keep how is she getting, keep getting elected? elected? It, yeah. You know, I'm just thinking, how is that even possible that you could keep getting elected? And I won't even talk about the 2020 election mm-hmm. because that's been beat to death. But you keep looking at this and you're going, how is it that these people who are so evidently destroying mm-hmm. society but then also keep getting elected but then there's the other side of it dad and we know that there are people you know who are deceived being deceived mm-hmm. who might even live in those areas who do vote for these people yes and because that's it's, where it's, the bread comes from I think it's this blindness that's it is such a blindness as long as this person gives me bread mm-hmm. I'll be okay yeah and it's just it's never enough bread to get ahead just to kind of keep the yeah, it's it's like what the, the peace, it's like so the, what the government's done, and I, and I can talk about the black family in particular because I've been a part of it. Is is that you look at when the government intervenes and begins to offer this bread? Look what it's done to the black family in the mm-hmm. last 40, 50 years with uh, political assistance, where you come in, you can get all this financial assistance as long as there's no father in the home, mm-hmm. and we keep taking that little piece of bread, and it's just enough bread to survive. However. The cost to our families is detrimental. Right. Our communities are devolving. You know, when I grew up in the black community in the South, it was not uncommon at all for us to sleep with our doors unlocked, even with our doors open in the summertime. Now you do that and some crackhead come in and kill you. Mm-hmm. You know, and so you look at this, this mm-hmm. devolution of society and you think to yourself, the government has been complicit in this. Right. The government has been complicit because they reward this weakened attitude and we see this same thing happening now. So that's just another facet of political corruption. Mm-hmm. It's not just that they're buying offices. It's how they use their office to destroy the people they're supposed to be taking care of, supposed to be helping. And this idea of the government is supposed to come along and take care of all your needs. You know, it's, it's again, I forget the girl's name. She's a black actress. She used to be kind of heavyweight, but she lost her weight. I think she played the mother in the movie Precious, if I've got the right one. But she talks oh, about her, her husband. Monique. Was, yeah, her Monique? husband was her was her agent, and he tells a story about when he was going in. They were because uh, she got kind of canceled for a while, mm-hmm. and he was talking to the agent. He goes, "Well, just let me. I'll take care of your family. I'll do this." And he looked at the agent. He goes, "Okay, uh, we can sign this contract on I one condition." This, yeah. He said, "What's that? Tell me what man is taking care of your family." He goes, excuse me? He goes, exactly. He said, this is my family. It's my job to take care of my family, Mm -hmm. not your job to take care of my family. And what we've done, we've lost that. Mm -hmm. With so many people now grow up with the idea that, oh, I'll get get up, have a baby, and the government will give me money for a house, give me money for my food stamps. And there's no urgency. So we have women with, uh, and and I'm not knocking the women because it takes two people. Both this this, this deception works on both sides. But we have a woman with, with four babies with four different men. And we're thinking, and no, that's not a justification for abortion. That's that's a cry out for abstinence and moral uh, strength. So it's not, we don't take a drug so we can keep sinning. That's not what we do. No. So, But the point mm-hmm. is that this moral degradation is so much deeper than just an office or, or being bought an office, somebody buying away an office. It's what trickles all the way down. Mm-hmm. You saw how things came out during the COVID, right? Where you could have liquor stores open, but churches had to be closed. Mm-hmm. Planned Parenthood could be open. But churches had to be closed. And you go, wait, wait, how does this work? How does this even work? The stupidity was so dark that you could call it nothing else but evil because mm-hmm. that's what it was. But then they can get people to be satisfied during it because it's for your safety. No, bread. It's for grandma. Oh, and yeah. it's like, you know what? 
not thinking. Stop it. People not thinking. They just follow what was right. being said. Fear is so powerful. It is. It is. <laughs> it, is it is. It is phenomenal. Here's the note: The corruption in the United States is apparently at its worst in almost a decade, according to a new global report uh, released Thursday by Transparency International. When, was this like a, this was okay. last week? Okay. Advocates contribute the drop to decline. Contribute the declining uh, drop in. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Advocates <laughs> attribute the drop to declining trust in democratic institutions and poor oversight of pandemic-related financial aid. In the annual Corruption Perception Index, the CPI, the United States fell to a low of 67 out of a maximum possible score of 100, down from a high of 76 just in 2015. Hmm. So we see the decline is being seen, not just here and at home. I mean, I went to the store with your mother yesterday, not yesterday, but the day before, to get groceries. And we were sitting there. We spent twice as much money, got Hmm. half as much food. And I I was like, this is ridiculous. Mm -hmm. This is ridiculous. The cost of things have gone so crazy. And, and and we have to stop and realize that the cost is not going up just because these things have been made to happen. Mm-hmm. You have to go back and think, okay, what was life like just two years ago? This is not the same America it was two years ago. We've changed so drastically in just these two years. It's so funny. I keep seeing reports that a recession is coming, a recession is coming. But from the White House, you keep hearing... There's no recession. We're doing great. We're stronger than we've ever been. Like, yep. Uh, <laughs> exactly. Uh, <laughs> that's what one of these reality. Things, exactly. One of these things is not like the other. Something's not But working. eventually what has to happen is that we as people have to rise up and say, you know what? I'm not buying it anymore. Mm-hmm. I'm not buying it. We're going to have to make the buck stop. you got to make it stop right here. You know, and I think part of this... So I appreciate people who just stand for their conviction because mm-hmm. we really need to, you know. Yes. I can't imagine. I honestly just can't imagine like a revolution where we're going to take America back. I'm like, I don't know how that would work in our system what's, today. What's that? You know Christine what I mean? Gabbard, I think it was. She was talking about the attack Christy on the American. The, uh, the Hawaiian? The Hawaiian girl with the little white streak on her hair. Oh, yeah. Her, yeah. Gabby. Uh, was it? It's not, it's not Christy. It's I thought it was name. Christy. Well, she's but one it is Gabbert. She was talking about, she goes, why is it that this White House is so afraid? What are they so afraid of? Hmm. And she said, and you listen to them talk, and they tell you, just sit down and shut up and do like we tell you. Do not challenge us. Do not disagree with this president. If you disagree with this president, you are an enemy of the state. And so, yeah. It's and like, she goes, shoot. why are they, what is it that they're afraid of? And then she read the words of Thomas Jefferson as it related to the Second Amendment. She said that, and this is not going to be a direct quote, guys, so bear with me. She said, uh, uh, quoting Jefferson, that at any time a government gets to be so desperate that it needs to be overturned, that the people need to rise up and overthrow that government. Mm -hmm. It is the right of the people to have a government that is of the people, for the people, and by the people. And that is what this government is afraid of. This government is afraid that the American people will rise up and say, this is not what we bought into. Mm-hmm. This is not our heritage. And I feel like that's the necessary thing to happen. I just can't imagine how it would happen with how corrupt our one system of two, one is. One of two things will happen. One of two things will happen. By God's grace, we will have revival? a revival. And, yes, and Jesus, the church please, will please. rise up. And the, mm. see, the, a so lot that's of this, what we need to happen. A lot of this has to go to the church itself has to get back on board. Right. The right. church itself has to get back on board and start preaching the gospel and get away from this social gospel mm-hmm. and this ethnic gospel and start preaching the gospel, the gospel Man. of Jesus Christ that yeah. says you must be born again. And the, the gospel that says that unless you can take up your cross daily to die to yourself mm-hmm. daily, that means live unto God and not unto yourself. Live for the purposes of heaven and not for this. Right. When we start striving to glorify God as a body of people, mm-hmm. when my people who are called by my right. name 
shall turn from the mm -hmm. wicked ways and cry out and repent. The Bible is very clear on that, that we need to turn to God. And that's when God will hear from heaven. It's, but it starts with us. Right. It it's like um, Haley Bieber, you know, Justin Bieber's wife. I don't know her. You know that he's married to a woman. I did not know that. Okay. I thought you did. We talked about it before. Anyways. <laughs> I didn't know he was married. Pop I know, culture. Pop I know culture. his name. But no, I anyways. So she was in an interview on some like podcast called like Call Her Daddy or something. But anyways, something that she was talking. I know. I don't know what that stands for. It's weird. But. What she was talking about, I think it's symptomatic of the church mm -hmm. because she and Justin Bieber, they claim to be believers. Mm -hmm. You know, they've mm -hmm. shared he... and they've shared some really good things on their platform. I'm like, that's really cool. You know, stand for the truth. But then they say things. I'm like, this is the problem with the church. Mm -hmm. So here she is on this podcast and, you know, she's open about her faith. But then she talks about how we're living in such a scary time for women mm -hmm. and starts talking about the overturn of Roe v. Wade and how... As a female, you know, we need to stand up. And then she starts talking about that she remembers there'd be days where she'd be getting wasted, uh, but then go to church the next day. And she's like, and that's totally fine, you know? Yeah. So I was like, it's that, it's that perspective. It's such this, this Laodicean, you know, you can live any way you want, but Jesus loves me and yeah. God will work it out in me. Well, and it's like, worse and worse. You know, and, it, and it's says. taking truths from scripture, but distorting them because, mm -hmm. yes, God works things out in us. But what does it say? Yes, we have. There's, there's grace, but we don't take that as a, a reason mm, to it's sin. It's not license. You grace know? is not license. And I think just hearing what she was saying, I was like, that's the symptom of the church here in so America. What did is Jesus that we're say so to the woman, not the woman holy. taken in, in, uh, in adultery? He didn't say, hey, I know you got to get your hormone fixed. Don't worry about it. You get that hot thing, just go do it. He didn't right. say that. He says, go and sin no more. Mm -hmm. And that's where we have to be able yeah, to say no. Yeah, be holy as I no. am holy. Exactly. We have to be able to say no. Mm -hmm. And so we continue this progression downhill here because we want to do this all in one day. Even though it's our 100th <laughs> show, we don't want to be 100 years and <laughs> no, get it done. No, we say it's going to be 100 but hours today. Unemployment was the next level. And it says here, slave labor undermined the citizen farmer, increasing unemployment, unemployed people and cause trouble and contribute to increasing crime rate. And that's what we talked about earlier. Mm -hmm. We have people so dependent on the government now so dependent on that free handout check that they become slaves to the government and they'll do whatever the government needs them to do to make sure they get that check. They'll maintain their lifestyle and this load because it doesn't demand anything of them. And then what happens mm. is that we have, especially, again, we go back to the black community. The leading cause of death in the black community is other young black men. Right. But on the flip side, I take Dad, that back. That's wrong. The leading cause of death in the black community is, is abortion. abortion. By, by far. By far. We've said this before. 4%. 4.5% of the nation's population accounts for up to 33% of the right. nation's it's insane. of the nation's abortions. We are killing ourselves as a black community. But right behind that, the leading cause of death in black men is black men. Mm -hmm. Or the black community is black men. You were going to say something? Go ahead. I was going to say on the flip side of this, because yes, it's kind of the, you know, like you're saying, people staying in a place of impoverishment. Mm -hmm. Because it kind of keeps that they still have what they want, even though they have like a terrible living situation. But then the other side of that is even being a slave to the system because I want to keep my lifestyle. Mm -hmm. And you see that as well. People who are making money mm -hmm. where, you know, we tend to maybe abide by just, again, this this moral decline. But it's because, well, I need to keep me in mind. Think about, you know? think about Hunger Games again. Yeah. The people in the capital didn't have a problem with the system. You know what I mean? Exactly. So I think it's, it's both sides. Yeah. It's the same beast, just a yeah. different side of the same coin. It's the same devil with the same lie, but he tells you the lie that you need to hear. Which, that movie, or the, the, the book the movie captured really well with, like, what's the, 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 the new lady that tries to become president? Oh, uh, coin. Coin. Yeah. And she's just as evil. Yeah. Even though she wasn't a part of the capital in the beginning, you know, she, she had, had that same, same spirit. spirit. That same spirit yeah. of elitism. Exactly. Of elitism. Messed up, yo. And that brings us to inflation. <laughs> that brings us to inflation. This is one of those things I just got through hearing about groceries. And I go back 
<laughs> I remember when I was a child, mom would send me down to the store with 50 cents to get a large loaf of bread. A large loaf of bread with 50, less than 50 cents. You go to the store now, you can't get anything with 50 cents. You can't even get kids candy for 50 cents. You can get nothing. You know? nothing. And so inflation, because the value of money has been changed. And mm-hmm. that's exactly what they did in Rome. They start using less and less gold to, to, to mint their coins. And so what used to be an ounce of gold now became a half ounce of gold and then a quarter ounce ago, and then 10% ago, but it had the same face value. And then it turned into, this is actually just a metal that we found, and, that's what and we, it's worth nothing. <laughs> and that's where we are now. Our dollar is worth the word. This of is the, a piece of, the, of paper, and, and yeah, the government just the told FBI's, me that. And FDIC is not even government. Oh, it's That's the up. sad part about it, is the people who control the bank, the world banking system is not part of our government. They're a bunch of elitists that declare what the value of money is. And so we buy into the same idea. And the slave trade goes higher. The slave trade goes higher. Uh, uh, Here's the one that said, the current rate of inflation in the United States is at 8.26%. The cost of living increased to 5.9% call in January 2022 from that of the previous 10 years of 1.7%. We have increased by 5.9% in this last year. On average, for the last 10 years, we were increasing 1.7 to 3.6 per year. And so everything's out of control. But yet, the circus music is still playing. Dun, 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 It's still playing. And the clowns are throwing their... Aren't you up. entertained? Yes. <laughs> it's just the same old craziness. Which brings us then to urban decay. Hello. You know, and I, I, I go back. I used to talk about cities like Chicago and Detroit to put my finger on urban decay. Because you can see the devastation in those big cities. But... Of late, I think about my hometown of Selma. I know people, guys, if you listen to this and you're from Selma, understand I say this not because I hate Selma. I say this because I love Selma. But when I drive through that city, I see the decay of that city. Mm-hmm. You know, every year or so they have the big uh, March celebration. They commemorate Bloody Sunday. And all these millionaires fly into town. They come into town and they spend money in hotels and restaurants, mostly in Montgomery but they do spend money uh, there, and then they leave, and the city is falling apart. Mm. You know, mm. all those big houses on the west side of the city just corroding, turning into dirt. Uh, the roads are so ripped up and torn up that you can't drive on them. It's like you know, you know, just tore up, and yet they keep giving bread. Remember they change that? the name of the streets. But they don't fix the streets. Right. Remember that coffee place? Like I, I bought coffee from them. It's called Revival Coffee. Revival Coffee, and Selma. they're local in Selma, mm-hmm. and which I was surprised. I was I like, was "What?" Too. But it's so cool because uh, I found their video on YouTube, mm-hmm. and his heart is beautiful. He's a, the owner is a believer, and he was kind of saying the same things that he says. You know, Selma is ripe for a revival. Is basically, that's what he's talking what about, needs. Needs and that's his heart for it. And I was but like, it that's has to be awesome. a revival of God, not exactly. a revival of the white church or the black church. It has to be a revival of God's people. Yeah, you know, everything goes back to that, that, huh? Yeah, everything. Because mm-hmm. it goes to what we were talking about before: this enslavement. If the government, if the powers that be, keeps us separated then they have the ability to control us because right. now my energy is not forced on trying to change the system. Now I'm killing you. I'm forcing my energy on you. Right. And so as long as they can do that, then they can control us. The thing that made the civil rights movement so powerful was the fact that everybody got involved. Mm-hmm. I know the powers that be now try to tell this lie like it was only the black folk, only the black folks been oppressed, only black folks worked. That's not the case. If you look at the, go to the original uh, Eye on the Prize, not the new one they released, but the original one. It was documentation of the Civil Rights Movement. Yeah, PBS. Just did it. watch it. 
Don't 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 add commentary. Just see who's involved. See who's working to make the change. And you'll see those black people, white people, those male, those female. Mm-hmm. There were Christians. There were non-Christians. Mm-hmm. There were people who got together as Americans and said, this system is evil and it's wrong. And they made a change. They didn't demonize one another. Right. They linked arms and they said, we're going to make this work. And as long as we today are fighting with each other, mm-hmm. believe in this lie like Black Lives Matters and all of a sudden that, you know, that lie that came out behind that. I'm not talking about black people. I'm talking about the organization called Black Lives Matter. That where you couldn't even say all lives matter because that was somehow a threat. That's hateful. You know, and so like, if yeah, they can right. keep you yeah, divided, yeah. then they can destroy you. Right. And that's where we as people have got to come back. So urban decay led to the destruction. Mm-hmm. And then we move on from urban decay to inferior technology. And it's funny to think about the question of technology in ancient Rome. But if you look at the archaeology of that time, they were pretty advanced. Oh, yeah. I mean, the stone that they used, the concrete they use now, is stronger than anything we have today. They had indoor plumbing. Indoor plumbing. Their, their version of it, which is yeah, pretty cool. Yeah, they had indoor plumbing. It worked. Not like in Europe. By the time they got to Europe, yeah, and people were pooping in the corners of the room and peeing in the hallways. Yeah, no. Ancient and they wonder why so many, like, European, all those plagues. Like, yeah, they all were nasty. Y'all were nasty. That's why. You, know, <laughs> you need you come Clorox back, wipes. <laughs> you need to yeah. clean up something. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and so we see all that. And we see right now is that you know, even now in America, we're starting to become more and more of an import nation mm-hmm. than an export. Right. We're importing a few. We're, in, we're going to assume we're starting to buy our technology from China since they're stealing everything we got. <laughs> so, we become dependent on yeah, other we nations. We become dependent on nations who have their hearts set on destroying us. And we see this happening over and mm-hmm. over and over again, and we do nothing about it. And, you know, you see the liberals, they talk about the military. And... We have a tendency, and I've said this before, that the liberals hate the military. They don't hate the military. What they hate is the military that they can't control. Yeah. And just like they don't hate guns. No. They just hate guns they hate that guns they can't that, control. They hate guns that you don't, that they don't have. Yeah. You know, at the same time, where they're telling you that you shouldn't have a gun, they have hired guns all around them. Right. And then I'll, I'll, I'll bring this subject up to people, and they'll talk about that, and they'll say, yeah, but they need protection. I'm like, more than your child? So your wife and child can walk down the street, get raped and mugged, but... Those guys need protection, even though they got Secret Service around them 24 hours a day. Mm-hmm. Uh, they need guns, but you don't. Your neighborhood is the one that you can't go to sleep in because it was the one neighborhood where the kid had to sleep in the bathtub because gunfire going off all night long. We have got to realize that we are the people, especially the people of God. Mm-hmm. While this nation is still somewhat free, mm-hmm. we have to step up. We have to step up. We have to do these things that God gives us opportunity to do, or we will lose these rights. Right, before it's too late. Just like, I mean, so many different leaders from the past have said that the way America will really destroy itself is from the inside oh, yeah. out. Oh, because yeah. we were such a strong nation, mm-hmm. you know? And now we see that weakening, and it's mm-hmm. like, man. The corroding. Where the nations around the world are laughing at us. Yeah. You know, just like Rome. Finally, I think it was in 476 AD, I think it was, uh, uh, right around there, that Rome actually failed. Mm-hmm. And what we find is is that even though those long-term foes, the Germanic tribes, came in and defeated Rome, it wasn't the German tribes that defeated Rome. It was Rome's arrogance hmm. and Rome's lack of preparation from the inside. Rome's lack of um, preparing the next generation of true men, not males, but true men who would right. stand up and put themselves on line for what they believed. And because of that, Rome fell. Mm-hmm. And that's what we see happening here in America is that true manhood is under attack yep it is consciously and purposefully under attack even while Hollywood still produces these movies of these great masculine archetypes they come out and they preach against men and behind what you're saying it's it's at the core the attack is against Judeo-Christian a Judeo-Christian ethic Mm -hmm. and manhood it's the family right 
Yeah, it's the about, breakdown. Even with women, you see this perversion of women. I don't need a man, and all this, and it's like all that's, this pushing of that's, homosexual yeah. and lesbianism and gay by it leads to nothing. It leads to destruction. It is by its very nature, it is self destructive. Mm-hmm. It will destroy itself by its very nature. You you can't you can't ignore that mm-hmm. without totally destroying. So yourself. we do need a revival. So we've gone quite a while today, yep, but this has been our hundredth show. We want to talk about some of those issues. But I really wanted to just say again to our audience and to you for joining me in this journey. Mm-hmm. It's been a good ride. Come on, give me some. It's been a good ride. Not every daddy gets to ride with his daughter like that. And so cool. That has <laughs> been a blessing for me. And I hope this has been a blessing to you out there mm-hmm. as we remind you once again to get behind the why. Mm-hmm. Now, before we go, I got a special announcement. Do you? Yes. Just here recently, the Lord has directed us, and we are going to be launching a new ministry, a ministry called Passion of Christ Ministries. It'll be a church located here in the Treasure Valley. We'll be giving you more details on that as it comes closer to that date, but sometime between now and spring, we'll be launching, and we expect to just see God glorified through us as we begin to build and do the things that the Lord would have us to do. So if you have any questions about Behind the Why or PCM, Passions of Christ Ministries, hit us up with a comment in the comment section below. And remember to like and subscribe and look to join us again next time as we get Behind the Why. Peace. All right. Peace.